0: Hello, and welcome to the Power Your Advice podcast. The Power Your Advice podcast is designed to bring you new ideas, why those ideas should be considered, and how to implement them into your business. This podcast is brought to you by Iris.xyz, the most helpful place advisors can come to to grow their minds and businesses. This is your host, Doug Heikkinen, And today we have Chris Blasi, who's the president of Neptune Global Holdings. Neptune Global is a full-service precious metal dealer serving advisors broker-dealers, institutional investors, and individual investors. Welcome, Chris.
1: Thanks, uh, Doug. Good, if- um, Great to be on your show.
0: Thank you. Tell us a little about Neptune Global and how it got its start.
1: Sure. So Neptune Global is uh, 18 years old, and we're kind of a unique organization. I mean, you refer to us as a precious metals dealer, but we're actually we believe much more than that. We actually developed a global trading platform for the precious metals, which is a big differentiator. And on top of that, we've created and productized precious metals investment assets that are really designed to give maximum benefit, flexibility, liquidity, and transparency to investors.
0: So what exactly are you doing at Neptune Global and how does it work?
1: Sure. So what, you know, to go back to our origins, um, I came from a background in your traditional call, broker-dealer world in New York City on Wall Street, worked with a, a merger and bank, uh, M&A firm and merchant banking firm. But uh, always was very enamored uh, by macroeconomics and, uh, and what drives major trends. And in the mid-late 90s, I saw that from my research that the precious metals were going to enter a secular bull market beginning in the early 2000s. And that means basically a market that's going to run 20 to 25 plus years. So that's a real long-term trend. And I want to get in front of that and I want it to participate in a big way. So, and, and that market I'm referring to that was going into this secular bull market is the precious metals. And I went into it and I saw that there was a lot of, uh, there was a lack of innovation in the precious metals world, right? So there was a lot of productizing of uh of offerings that were the underlying was always debt or equity, but the precious metals were kind of neglected. And that's because it went through a long-term 20-year bear market prior to 2000, 2001. So that's how we come up with the idea of the creation of uh, certain products that benefits the investor beyond the traditional options for precious metals. So, um, you know, and that would be the gold and silver vault accounts and the PMC ounce. And I'm happy to say that these have been in the market for over 10 years and they have handily, uh, you know, the PMC ounce has handily outperformed gold and silver, particularly on a risk adjusted basis. And the gold and silver vault accounts are also serving investors well. So, what we basically, in long and short, we took the best of both worlds. We gave the customers all the benefits of owning physical metals, but with the ease of trade, transparency, liquidity. That they'd expect and they're used to with uh, exchange traded products like ETFs.
0: It's certainly a misunderstood asset class. How can you help us get an understanding around it?
1: Sure. So, you know, I'm going to step back and here's how misunderstood. When it comes to wealth preservation, when you talk about the true dynastic wealth of the world, you know, it's three items it was land, it was fine art, and gold. And when I say dynastic, I'm I'm talking about stores of wealth that go back hundreds and thousands of years. Companies, which are represented by stocks and bonds, are transient. Right? They come and go. We all know that there are plenty of businesses 100, 200 years ago, even 50 years ago, that don't exist anymore. But those are that's like more tactical investing. So fine art, though, is really not something out you know that most investors can participate in. Land we understand as is the real estate market, but and, and and land is of course and real estate is always heavily promoted because there's big industries that make money off those transactions like banks, you know, mortgage originators and such. And then there's gold. And gold is is extremely unique because unlike land, it's divisible and portable. Uh, fine art again is not liquid. It's very limited. So gold is something that almost all investors can participate in. And it's important to realize that it is a and it has always been a store of wealth. And if anyone thinks that has changed, they have to ask themselves, and well, why do the central banks hold one reserve asset? And that's gold. They hold it. They don't let go of it. And they continue to add to those positions, especially in countries that are trying to achieve um, a bigger seat, or more stability and that would be countries like China and Russia and Turkey have been adding to their holdings. So with that in mind, I think investors should remember that this has always been a store of wealth. It continues to be a store of wealth and that working with the right organization can help them navigate and position themselves in the proper form to hold it in to, for that portfolio benefit that it offers.
0: We run lots of stories about gold on the site, about the price of it going up and down, how things are going to affect it. Are we thinking about gold in the right way? Again, I would say
1: no. Um, Realize when when we look at the traditional news stories about stocks and bonds and interest rates, there's usually you know, there's, there's a, an agenda behind it. There's a promotion on, on certain asset classes. And because of the nature of gold, because it isn't generally a asset where your typical broker dealers can realize, you know, as the same level of, um, you know, maybe revenue or um, that they can with gold, because gold is more of a, a buy and hold, at least hold for intermediate term. It generally is kind of neglected. But uh, that is not a reason for investors not to participate and wealth managers, right? The wealth managers and, cl- and investors always should have, and now more than ever, have a position in precious metals and gold just being one of the precious metals in their portfolio. And firms like Neptune Global have made it their, their charter. What, we, what we've done since the beginning is how do we make precious metals investing easier, and more beneficial, and to trade and transact in a way that wealth managers and investors are used to and comfortable with, and expect because that's what they get from their other assets. So that's what we've done, and we've been doing it successfully. Um, so basically, we've made precious metals investing and gold investing. We've improved upon it to make it um, you know more attractive and to be embraced by the greater uh, you know the broader audience.
0: So gold is easy for us to understand because there's so much around, there's so much media around it. It's around our fingers. Um, But what are some of the other precious metals and why are they why are they important?
1: And that's a great question because you have silver, platinum, and palladium and the precious metals do not move in lockstep. And the reason they don't move in lockstep is because they have different drivers behind them. Now they will generally all trend together but there are times when gold will be moving up and silver will be flat to down. But what's also interesting is if you diversify yourself intelligently across those metals, you're going to get the benefit of diversification, which is always being championed as part of a portfolio. And even in each asset class, you diversify, right? So if a certain percentage of your portfolio is in equities or stocks, you don't go into one, you diversify across a number. Well, the same thing holds true with the precious metals. And there's different drivers. So silver is a what they call the quasi-monetary and industrial metal. And monetary means it's moving on monetary issues, which gold really just moves on. Um, but then there's the industrial applications for silver. And silver is naturally short in supply, and it's used in all the most high-growth industries. That are So you think about it, it's used in your mobile phones and your computers, right? These are high-growth and also from the environmental angle, or that perspective, or what we call ESG investing, silver is the critical component in solar panels. So if you look at it, silver, even though it's volatile, you know, it's trending up and it has such excellent underlying fundamentals. Now, platinum and palladium, again, extremely rare metals, more rare than gold and silver. Uh, One of their big drivers is they're a key component in pollution control, particularly catalytic converters. So again, from an ESG perspective, that should make it very attractive to an investor. And on top of it, the reason it's so rare and um, you know there's such support for its price is platinum and palladium predominantly come out of only two countries, and that's Russia and South Africa. And South Africa has very unstable, um, you know. Uh, their minds and their delivery of a, a product is very unstable and Russia, you know, obviously without saying there's a host of reasons that that puts the uh, supply coming out of Russia in a precarious position. So, you know, again, four metals, four different stories, different drivers, um, but work together in an ex- you know, you know, ideally when you diversify across them in an intelligent way.
0: What are a couple of the biggest questions you get from advisors when talking to them about your product?
1: Sure, so we'll talk about the product, the PMC ounce. So the PMC ounce means precious metals composite. And that's the, it's a turnkey diversified position across the precious metals. So with each PMC ounce you buy, you think of it like a pizza. There's a slice that is gold, silver, platinum, palladium. That's all backed 100% by the actual physical bullion in the depository. It's fully allocated, and it's titled in the client's name. Now, what advisors ask is, so how does it provide a superior risk-adjusted return? Now, it's proven. It continues to do so. And how it achieves that is it's that position, uh, that gold, silver, platinum, palladium that you get with each PMC ounce is weighted logically. There's not the same amount of investment or size going into platinum and palladium that you are gold. Gold is still the primary precious metals, followed by silver, platinum, and palladium. But that unique weighting and allocation delivers a superior risk-adjusted return. And just to put things into perspective, since 2008, and the reason we use that date is when the PMC ounce was launched, since 2008, as of yesterday, gold was up 117%, silver up 132%, and the PMC ounce up 170%. That is not an immaterial difference. So it is bested gold in that uh, period by over 50 points, um, silver, just about 40. So you know that's substantial and to, to Realize you achieved that with a superior risk adjusted return um, is really something that almost all portfolio managers should be striving for and investors.
0: So once you get past the advisor barrier and they understand what's going on here and, and what you're doing, when they need to talk about this opportunity with their clients so they can understand it as well and feel it's a viable investment, how, how can advisors talk to clients about this?
1: Sure. So, you know, a lot of this is new and an advisor has a, an important role. And a lot of times getting into the minutia, the details of each product could be unattractive. So one thing we'd invite an advisor to contact us for any questions to assist them with. And of course, if they ever decided to conference us in, we'd be more than happy uh, to support them. So, but we have a website that they can visit, NeptuneGlobal.com. A lot of the basic questions are answered there. Um, there, we've also been uh, recommended by a number of uh, well-known investment letter writers, which you know, they could probably find by uh, searching. But again, our website offers a lot of the, uh, the important basic information. And again, we're here to support the investor community out there. And that includes the institutional investors, the wealth managers and the family offices.
0: How has Neptune Global done this year in this environment? um, the company is, as you know, being home, working from different places and how's the growth been?
1: Well, so we've been growing organically at over 25% per year for the last seven years. And actually 2000, despite the coronavirus, um, no difference. We've actually even spiked up. So, you know, 2020 has been an excellent year. Uh, We expect 2021 from where we see the precious metals trending to be, you know, even greater than uh, 2020 Uh, we've actually seen some of the things that we've uh, warned investors about for years. And that is when the market gets really uh, aggressive for the metals that supplies get tight. Um, So back in March, if you remember when the stock market got hit really bad, when the, when the corona came out, uh, well, you know, everyone started talking about the lockdowns and such. The precious metals got knocked down in price too. But what did investors do? Investors actually poured in, and what they did is they did not pour their money so much into the derivatives. Of course, a lot of investors did, like hedge funds. But a lot of investors who understood that really the greater benefits of owning the physical asset, they piled into the market and there was extremely tight supplies and it drove premiums up. Now those premiums have backed down a little bit more toward uh, what they were prior to March, but they are still somewhat elevated, but it just goes to show how little pressure, how little gold and silver platinum, palladium there really is in the market. Now there's always plenty of derivatives, but you, know, you do not want to lose the benefit of actually owning the underlying asset. That is a, that is a distinction that investors really need to, uh, to consider. When you actually are titled and own the underlying asset, you've stripped out all the counterparty risk. And precious metals are one of the few assets that you can actually do that with. So that is something that's a benefit when you're building a diversified portfolio not to overlook. So not only do you want the precious metals in your portfolio, but you want that segment of your portfolio to have the counterparty risk associated with exchange traded products and funds stripped out. And that's what we offer.
0: Chris, this is fascinating stuff. Uh, Metals are precious. Thank you for joining us today.
1: Well, thank you, Doug.
0: For everyone at Iris Media Works, our producer, Jakey Beard, and the Power Your Advice podcast team, this is Doug Heikinen.